Pump up the volume on your parenting with Parent Pump Radio. Tune into something different that makes a difference. At Parent Pump Radio, instead of a ripple, we choose to create a splash. Get energized, get inspired, and get informed with how to parent in the new millennium. With your host and parent coach super guide, Jacqueline T.D. Wynn. Hi, this is Jacqueline T.D. Wynn. We're here to pump up your parenting skills, pump up your knowledge, and pump up your energy. Welcome to Parent Pump Radio. Our efforts to get our show's information and message out to more people. So please, please do me a big favor by sharing and also tagging friends who you think would really enjoy this information. Our show is available on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and syndicated on missionsradio.org and liveleadplay.com. We're always looking for guests on our Teen to Parent Talk. We're looking for guests between the age of 18 to 25 years old for that show, so you can email me at parentpumpradio at gmail.com. Today's show is about domestic violence and how we can overcome the trauma and bring self-love and self-esteem. Our guest is a life coach who is coming from us from Sardinia, Italy. She specializes in the field of human behavior and has her master's degree in Latin American studies with a focus on literature and cultural anthropology. The literature has helped her explore the recesses of the human mind, while cultural anthropology helped her to understand the reasons, dynamics that cause members of a society to act as they do. She's worked as a coach in social cultural sector, specializing in work reintegration in the social integration of immigrations. She herself has suffered from depression. We're going to talk to her more about that and eating disorder. And she was also a victim of domestic violence. People say that what doesn't kill you make you stronger. Well, our guest today has embraced that quote because not only did those tragic events make her stronger, it has also inspired her to create a new way of living life through a creation of a new way of coaching, which she calls Sentadu. So we're going to find so much more about her, her journey, and how her strength can help you. So please welcome Elena Perella. Hi, Elena. Hi, Jacqueline. Thank you for having me. I wish I spoke Italian. Your accent is lovely. I can teach you if you want. I'll have to go to Italy just so you can teach me. It'll be an excuse. Good. Elena, I know you were a victim of domestic violence. Tell us how you became this victim and the influence of your family's toxic emotional inheritance was on your life yes you said something very important it was i became a victim because of the lack of self-love and this lack of self-love came from my parents because my mother and father never loved me unconsciously but they never loved me and so they passed on to me their lack of self-love besides that they passed on to me also their toxic convictions. For example, my mother feared men because she grew up in a very violent environment. Her father was very violent. And so she grew up with a conviction that men are to be feared. She passed that on to me. My father never had a 
relationship with me, never created a relationship with me. He never communicated with me. He ignored my femininity uh, while I was growing. And he even forgot my birthday. So it was sending me the unconscious message that for him, I was unimportant, that he even forgot my birthday. And he convinced me unconsciously that I was not worthy of receiving his love. And that as a woman, I was actually a failure. And all these wounded my emotional child, which represents uh, the emotions that we experience when we are children, and intoxicated my soul with convictions that weren't mine. So I grew up from a source of pain, and from that source of pain in my soul, I created my experiences, my concrete reality, which means that I allowed men that were like my father, psycho-emotionally unavailable, distant, cold, even aggressive. So I was actually manifesting the experiences and the, the, the toxic emotional inheritance of my parents. That wasn't my reality. I wasn't living my reality. I wasn't reproducing my reality. It was, in a way, you're repeating this history of what happened to your parents. But what I see is that it was a wake-up call for you to stop the cycle, to see that you were repeating it. What made you stay and what made you decide to leave? I stayed in my relationship. I, I mean, it was difficult to, to leave him because of several reasons. Uh, first, I loved him very much. And I tried to help him during our relationship to wake up and see what he was doing to me. Second, I feared him because he was very aggressive, psycho-emotionally and verbally. He was very, very aggressive. And I was kind of pushed to a corner to be verbally tortured by him. And I was very scared. And this combination made it difficult to, to leave him, but also impossible to stay with him. Was there a moment that something happened, a revelation, or what ho happened that made you finally say, I'm done? It happened when I was risking my life. So we broke up three times in 10 years. And each time it was because it was almost too late for me, because the stress was too too much. I couldn't live my life anymore. I couldn't work. I ended up to the hospital two, twice. I couldn't work anymore. I was crying all the time. I became physically sick and I reached the limits every time. And I found the strength every time to reject him. Also because I sent the intention that I wanted to solve this problem. I didn't want to live in a violent relate to experience a violent relationship. And every time I send the intention and I found the strength to distance him in the circumstances also, every time that I send the intention became to work in my favor, in my favor, so that he would experience something that would bring him far from me. Now, we're talking about a victim and a perpetrator here, but there's two sides to this coin. How do you see the two sides of a victim and a perpetrator? 
I was both. I was perpetrator and victim. I was perpetrator because I didn't love myself. It was like you were also abusing yourself as he was abusing you. Yeah, right, right. Because if you don't love yourself, you can't expect that other people love you. That's a very good point. Yeah, yeah. I could see that very clear. And I was a victim because I was, of course, experiencing his rage, his violent attitudes. The same was my partner. He wasn't only a perpetrator, he was also a victim because he experienced violence when he was a child because he grew up in a very violent environment. So he was first victim, then he became a perpetrator. This is something that happens around the world. And I know statistically, it doesn't even show it because there are many people that don't even report it. Right. I know you've done some studies on statistics and facts. What are you finding there out there? I found many statistics. Uh, there are who, uh, there are statistics that report numbers of victims for each type of violence, physical, psychological, verbal, emotional, etc. There are statistics that show higher number of women victims of violence compared to the number of men. And there are also statistics, although very few, that show that the number of men victims of domestic violence is higher than the number of women. And I found the statistic of the National Coalition Against Domestic Violence that says that on average, nearly 20 people per minute are physically abused by an intimate partner in the United States. And during one year, this equates to more than 10 million women and men. And that's only in the United States. That's not even counting the rest of the world. Yes, and only and only physical physical violence. So you can imagine if we add the numbers of victims of emotional abuse, verbal abuse, and, and those who do not report abuse. Staggering. And we're staggering. Yeah, and we're talking 20 people per minute. It's probably quadruple, if not tenfold by that, if you add, like you said, unreported, and if you add emotional abuse and verbal abuse in there. When you're experiencing it as a child you then carry it on to an intimate relationship. And if you don't recognize it, it gets repeated to your children. And the cycle keeps going on and on. How did you break this cycle of violence in yourself? Because like you said, you were the perpetrator also. I learned that I didn't love myself. I knew that what was happening to me wasn't by chance. It wasn't a coincidence. It wasn't because my partner was a bad man. It was because I allowed violence into my life. And in the beginning, I didn't know how. And going through that experience made me aware of the reasons why I allowed a violent partner into my life. And it it was because I was wounded. My emotional child was wounded. And to stop that, to stop the, the violence, I had to reach my emotional child and heal it. And this is what I did. So what's the importance of self-love and healing the emotional child? What happens if you don't have self-love? The importance of the emotional child and self-love, well, it is the solution to violence, to all kinds of harm, actually. And if we don't do that, we will live an unfulfilling life. We will repeat a cycle, the cycle of violence. Uh, we will experience problems in all areas of, of, of our lives. 
and we will impact the lives of our children in a destructive way, and we will leave a destructive legacy to our children and the future generations. There are physical and psychological consequences of, of all kinds, like depression, anxiety, the post-traumatic stress disorder. There are financial consequences. It's a problem that actually destroys your life. Yeah, yeah. How does empathy, compassion, and sympathy play in this? I'm wondering, if you don't have self-love for yourself, how can you feel compassion, empathy, and sympathy for yourself? Because isn't that all part of love? Yeah, that's a good question. You can't. Yeah, if you don't love yourself, then you can't feel compassion for yourself. Which means then you can't feel compassion and empathy for others. Yes, yes. I remember that when I was experiencing that during the worst years, I I didn't feel compassion for myself. I just victimized myself more and more. I felt as if I was a victim. And it didn't feel good because I didn't want to feel to feel and to be a victim. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Whether we're a victim or a perpetrator, we are actually the solution, right? Like no one else can help us. It's not about changing the outside world. And a lot of people think that, well, if my partner will change, if he stops abusing me, if he, you know, stops doing this, or then everything will be better. But it doesn't start there. No, it doesn't start there. It gets worse. In my experience, I can tell you, I with him, I stumbled in the worst because all my previous relationships were troubled. Uh, they weren't violent as the last one, but they were very difficult. My partners were like my father, like emotionally unavailable, distant, cold. And I left my partners just in time before it, it, it could become a problem and I thought that the next one would be better but no 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 it got worse yeah 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 I think that's the indicator is when the same scenarios if people are saying the same thing about you then you have to start looking at what you're not seeing about yourself right let's get to this centidue One day, you were in the Netherlands. It's 2 a.m. Tell us what happened. I woke up suddenly, and I went downstairs, feeling the impulse that I had to write, sit behind the computer, turn it on, and write. And my fingers typed as they were guided by an invisible force. And in five hours, uh, Sentido was born. At least the beginning, the beginning of Sentidu, my life coaching practice. Yes. And so tell us about Sentidu, because it's very remarkable. It's really about this healing that you talk about and and healing that inner child and the mind, body, and spirit. It's not just mental or emotional. It goes beyond that. Sentidu is the capacity of the soul to understand reality. So in order to heal and in order to live life, to its fullest potential, I had to get in conscious contact with my soul. And our soul is, to explain it, is the innate memory of our being. It contains our past, present, and future. And the inner child lies in our soul. So I had to reach that point. It is the deepest point of our being, the soul, and explore it and heal 
what needed to be healed, free myself, free my soul from all the toxic convictions I inherited from my family, rebalance all the energies present in my soul, and then I was free. Then I was in conscious contact with myself, who I really am, because before I was a product of my family, a toxic product of, of my family. Finally, I could become who I really am. And this made it possible to live the life that I was meant to live, to be the person that I was meant to be. And the inner child is the main element, uh, the most important element that plays a fundamental role in our lives because it, it shapes our reality. It is an element that together with other elements present in our soul creates our reality. Yeah, it's great that you said you went back to heal that inner child because I think so many of us I think there's very people that didn't have some sort of trauma from their parents or family, and nobody's perfect. And we don't expect every parent to be perfect to their child. We are all learning, learning from what we know and making it better. So as an adult, a lot of us just kind of think, oh, well, that happened in my childhood. I'm fine now. Let me just move forward. And uh, I came from alcoholism, abuse, neglect. And now that I'm adult, I'm fine. But what have you found? Are people really fine when they don't acknowledge what happened in their childhood? No, they are not really fine. It's a sabotage mechanism. That kind of happiness, superficial happiness, it's a kind of illusion. And it's a, a sabotage mechanism of our inner child that makes us believe that we are happy only because it fears healing. The inner child is a very powerful element that when it is wounded, it destroys our lives because it, it creates obstacles that we are not conscious of. And through this mechanism, we create a destructive reality be believing that we are happy. And when it is wounded, it's not easy to reach it, but it is not impossible. We can give ourselves the chance to reach it and embrace it because the fear of the inner child is also a request for love. And we all have that. We all have an inner child because we all have been children. So it, it's, a, it's an emotional world that never grows, but that it's, it's always present in us. And if it is healthy... It makes us experience certain situations that otherwise it wouldn't be possible in a very extraordinary way that only a child can do. So this is why it is very important. But when it is wounded, oh my, then uh, the problems that it creates are many. Yeah, it's like a wounded animal. They bite you back. Yes. They don't know what's gone. They're scared. Besides, obviously, working with you, working with a coach, really working with a professional to get through to this inner child and heal it, if we just want to start right now, today, to move towards that, what can we do? For example, we can dedicate some time every day to do something that we like, something constructive, and that we have been told that we are not good at. And this is to enhance our self-esteem, which is a manifestation of self-love. It's a way to reach the inner child 
little by little. We can also observe ourselves, our thoughts, emotions, and behavior, and identify what feels bad and recognize to whom it belongs, father, mother, or any other relative or caregiver who had an impact in our life. And then we can begin to ask to ourselves what we would think, feel, and behave instead. And this will help us free ourselves from the family, family's toxic emotional baggage, convictions, tendencies that made of us other people's products, and to discover who we really are. Besides the inner child, the toxic convictions of our parents, caregivers, and family in general are also um, an obstacle that prevents us from being who we really are, to have success in all the areas of our lives. And I would suggest also to invest in ourselves, to invest uh, in yourself by reading and studying everything that can help you thrive. So you can actually collapse one and two because you said dedicate some time every day to do something you like. So if you like reading, then invest that time reading, studying, and really enhancing your self-esteem and observing your thoughts, emotion, and behavior. And that's just being conscious and this moment of what I just said, what I just did, what am I thinking, and being present. And I think part of it also with that observing is really owning what you did. Because I think sometimes our behaviors hurt other people. And if we are working on our self-esteem and self-love, we also have to believe that other people are doing that too. And if we hurt someone, then we need to own that and apologize a true apology. Yes, to the people we hurt and to ourselves too. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's the the whole ponopono of Hawaiian culture. It's I forgive you and I I forgive myself because it is about a forgiving of yourself, of us hurting ourselves. So I think that's a very good point. Forgiving and understand, understanding the reasons for behavior, yours and other people. Yeah, yeah. I think we beat ourselves up more than probably other people beat us up. Too much. So we need to, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) absolutely. Um, So do you have any future projects or plan you're working on? Yes, I'm working on trying to reach as many people as possible worldwide. I'm giving seminars. I am preparing myself to inspire people to take action, to look at behavior from a different perspective, to overcome their fears and give themselves a chance to thrive, to eradicate the root cause for destructive behavior, toxic behavior. Because once you eradicate the root cause, it never comes back. Yeah, and we have to... Think about what we're hanging on to and what happens if you don't change. What will happen if you don't change, Elena? You won't live your life. You will live, uh, if, if you come from a destructive environment, you will repeat the same program. And so your children and the next gen- the future, future generations, you won't be genuine, genuinely, authentically happy. You will live in the illusion And you will always feel that thing inside that makes you remember that, that makes you feel that, that makes you, how can I say, that you will know 
that you are not living your own life. Yeah, I think it's just not feeling unfulfilled. Yes. Right. Right. You will always miss something. Yeah. These are where you end up developing physical ailments, psychological ailments, depression, anxiety. Over 90% of diseases are caused from stress and stress are from all these pain, these emotional pain that we talked about. And so really, when you can get rid of this, what we're talking about is you're going to be adding years of happiness to your life, of life where you can see your grandkids and your kids grow up and be a really good example for the future legacy that you're leaving behind. And this is what you're risking when you don't heal that inner child and become conscious of what we're doing to ourselves. Right. So thank you so much, Elena. I really appreciate your story, your journey. I think that when people like you share this, it shows that we're human. We are human, yes. And we can be marvelous humans. Yeah, and that we have the power to change our DNA and change our history to make something better for our children and for ourselves. And it's never too late, right? <laughs> right. It's never too late. Yeah, because it's just baggage. Just let it go. We just have to learn to let it go. And It's not easy for many. It's not easy for many, but it is possible. And yeah. that's the thing is it's possible if it's really bad baggage. There's people out there like you and me and other professionals that can help you. You don't have to do it alone. I think that's the big key is a lot of times people feel so alone and isolated that we do feel like we it's too big of a mountain to climb. But guess what? You can have two, three, four, five people to support you to go up that mountain. And once you reach that summit, it's all downhill from there. It's a great ride. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so much more happiness. It's true. Yes, yes. And together we can achieve much more, really. Absolutely. We can feel support for each other and also share the happiness yeah. the process. And I found that when I started sharing my story of abuse, because mm. I have very similar story from you, more people actually came in support because they thought that they were the only one. And when they found out you have the same story, you end up having your own tribe. Yes. And there's power in numbers, right? And then and then you don't feel so alone and you've got that power. So Elena's website is sentidu, S-E-N-T-I-D-U.com. Her email address is info at sentidu.com. She has her phone number that you can also call her and her Skype ID. We're going to put all of that in the show notes if you want to contact Elena for help. And Elena, any last word? What can I say? It was a pleasure to share my story with you and your audience. And please don't give up on yourself. Don't give up on your children. Yeah, absolutely. We're examples, you and I at least. We're just two of many people that, that have been able to change our DNA and our past and make something better. So we're here to support any of you that are ready to get help. Thank you, listeners. And until next time, always be learning and always be growing. Thank you so much for joining us today. Go to parentpumpradio.com and click on the pink box on the top of our homepage to listen to our new and archived shows. To be instantly notified of new episodes, subscribe to our RSS feed. 
The RSS feed button is located at the top of the page where all our shows are featured. And after listening to the show, go to parentpumpradio.com or our Facebook page to leave your comments, questions, and topic suggestions. And while you're at our website, sign up to receive a free gift. Until next time, have a wonderful week.